Welcome back, everybody, and happy Monday. This is Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburgs, where your daily dose of pick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always from Minnesota. How was your weekend, Andrew? How did we do? I don't think you had a Harris Ingles ticket, did you? No, I knew a bunch of people who did. Cheered for them because I didn't know a single soul with a Kramer Hickok ticket or Hickok <laughs> Kramer. I don't even think I said his name right. Poor guy. But yeah, that was a that was a unique playoff. I don't know why they maybe they need to revisit, maybe play some of the more challenging holes to try to differentiate people. It's like, well, they're just gonna keep barring these. Like maybe we stop doing this now. Waiting, we're just waiting for somebody to screw up badly. But that was fun. Um, not fun, but worth watching. Tour de France is off. Uh, big crash. Don't hold your signs out. Like this is our PSA. Don't dick. try not to hit the bicyclist. Dick of the signs. year candidate right there. I don't know if that I mean, gives Dick of the Year, but he should be nominated. So normally, I hate cyclists. Like, you see them, they ride on the road when there's a bike path right there. They don't, you know, they're like, oh, it's our it's our road too, except when it's a red light, then they'll bust right through that. In this case, like, be nice to the cyclists. These guys are trying to win a, a major race, so don't hold your signs out. If, if any of the few people watching are going to the Tour de France this weekend, you know, that's my PSA for you. But yeah, good basketball, good golf, good tennis. We got going on right now. We'll get into some Wimbledon later. Um, Olympic trials. I've been watching a shitload of Olympic trials. That's fun. Prepping for that. Deep Dive will obviously have some Olympic stuff as we get going forward. Uh, NBA last night. What do you think going forward with uh, Trey? Is he fine? Are we cool? Did the ref ruin the series? I think that it's going to continue to be game to game. I think with what's going on with him, he's going to have nights where he feels better and nights that he doesn't. But I think what we finally started to see last night and really the last two games, the team of Milwaukee, the the overwhelming talent, really the fact that Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis put to, are arguably the three best players on the floor unless Trey is play, playing really well or John Collins is having a great game. And it's just too, been too much for Atlanta with Bogdanovich hurt. It's just kind of falling apart for them here. So, you know, I don't think Atlanta's completely out of it. I think we will see another Trey Young game, but Milwaukee is starting to look good and, and their talent, I think, is starting to overwhelm Atlanta a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, the ref could have done a better job, but there's a lot other there's a lot of other forces at work there. Yeah, I joked it was the the Zaza Pachula of refs altering a series by having someone step on his foot. But uh, yeah, tonight, Clippers Suns. This one, I don't have a strong opinion on. I mean, I said, I joked that, like, well, the Suns will just romp in game. I think it was game three, and, of course, the Clippers won. I said that at the end. Clippers, uh, five-and-a-half-point dogs, money line plus 185. Total right around 215, 214 and a half right now. Are we just – are we done? Is this – are we? is it over? Kawhi, the, the best part about the whole game was <laughs> Kawhi going nuts there. Kawhi is going crazy as he's sitting in plain clothes in the seats just like staring at the court. That guy is a super weird dude. He may be a robot. They've made that joke already in a commercial, but legitimately he might be one of those androids or whatever that replicants. <laughs> I'm going to my uh, Blade Runner references now. Uh, maybe I'll do the Tears and Rain monologue to close the show, but yeah, like – if Kawhi's not back, if not tonight, the next time, like, Suns get it done here, what do we think? I, it probably looks like the Suns get it done to me. This line looks just about right. I was thinking there's maybe a little correlation here in Suns in the under and Clippers in the over, and I've been trying to figure out something maybe to do with that. I just, 
I'm concerned, you know, if I'm holding a Suns ticket or an under ticket that this gets out of hand and we kind of have a blowout over late, something like that. So, you know, again, a lot of these numbers look right to me. I lean to an under, maybe just a Clippers team total under something like that if you like the Suns tonight. But everything looks about right. So, you know, expect the Suns to close this out here and then wait and see who meets them in the finals. Yeah. And it sucks because I, I want to take some props here. I want to maybe take some book to get a, have a look. I mean, it's not like he had a bad game. He didn't hit his props. So maybe take a, a look at him to shoot a little better. But again, if you end up with some blowout, it feels really bad about having prop overs. So maybe I'll look at, maybe I'll look at some unders, get real contrarian on their ass and play the blowout. Like that. So, Suns to win and like Booker to stay under his score or his player prop. There's a, yeah. there's a, anti-correlation one if you really want to go at it so um i said it was a fun weekend it was unless you're betting euros with me because i don't <laughs> i didn't win shit i was so bad i missed the i was putting together a trampoline on saturday morning <laughs> sunday morning i missed the first half of the netherlands game i bet the netherlands second half they get a red card like two minutes later i'm like well so i have to go back outside couldn't get much going in the crow or the Portugal, although Portugal eliminating does help. I need Lukaku to score a little more, and they have some injuries there in Belgium, so that's a little rough. But yeah, we will soldier on. My futures are still alive. I have France. I have some France in a parlay with the Lukaku scorer. I have a couple other teams, I think, order of elimination kind of stuff. But yeah, today I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on keeping on and getting really kind of ugly and chalky. I do think Spain and France both advance. I mean, Croatia, I was, I've been down on them. If you look at the XG numbers, you should be down on them. They're missing one of their better players today. It's going to be a struggle bus. Spain, you know, you don't get to play. This isn't Slovakia. You're not just going to get some gifts and an own goal. We saw Spain score, what, five? Yeah, it was 5 nothing in their, their last matchup. But Spain does have trouble finishing. This isn't a bad team. They did advance but they're one of the teams where I'm not looking to back them. I know some people are on the plus one. I feel, it feels like a push. I really do think Spain one nothing, Spain 2 nothing, maybe a Spain one nothing exact score prop. I think you can get four and a half on that. But yeah, Spain in a ugly, slow win, maybe even winning this an extra time, which that would be zero goals because totals, uh, if anybody's unfamiliar with how that works with totals and spreads, they settle at the 90-minute mark. If these go to extra time, like we saw the other day, none of those goals count. So I, I know people have had questions about that in the past. We're like, I had over two and a half. I'm like, yeah, all the goals were scored in extra time, man. So, yeah. And again, that doesn't mean it added times so when they, like, do 90-plus, like, two minutes. That still counts. But they take yep. a break and then go into the overtime. That doesn't. Yeah. And yeah, somebody in the chat is saying their second best players. Yeah, they are missing a player with COVID. So that's going to hurt them. I don't know what the game plan would be with a, a dangerous team like Spain. I would try to keep it close. So I'm thinking the under. So the under has been taking money here. And then France, chalky, but I don't think we've even seen the best of France yet. I hate Switzerland. They cost me some money in the knockouts and, or excuse me, the group phrase. So France minus. 0.75 and again this is essentially two bets you're betting france to win in regulation minus 0.5 and france to cover the one so france wins by one you win half your bet france wins by two you win your whole bet france ties are worse everything loses so that's maybe bet france to draw that's 
what's going to happen to me here. But France to advance is a big number. Spain to advance is a big number. I think if you parlay them both, it's still like minus, you know, 200 almost. So yeah. you can't really put together even a chalky parlay for this one today. So looking for my looking for my Frenchman to advance, and this is where we're at, and we'll get to over to the other side of the pond. Although, are any of these at Wembley? Dan would probably know that right off the bat. But we will we'll, we'll pretend one is. It will stay in England for Wimbledon. Starts yeah. today. A little bit of rain. This will be a problem. Always. When we get to the picks, you'll see we kind of have things split up and a theme for this week and probably next will be, hey, I think this stuff is today and this stuff is tomorrow. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We had a bunch of rain this morning. Already a pretty interesting match. Three seed on the men's side, Andy. Stefano Tsitsipas down two sets and a break to Francis Tiafo here. Did you did you get a chance to play any of the, of the men's side stuff? Hopefully no, I forgot all about it. Too I, far I, in your bracket. <laughs> yeah, I oh god, I didn't even get my bracket done. Like I, Wimbledon snuck up on me. I feel like a real jackass, but no, I'm I'm excited. I always will cheer for American tennis. Let's go. Like and somebody said, they put a a Joker Ons Jabur parlay together, and it's already letting them cash out for a decent gain at that point. One sixty five to one. Look at that. Just ride that to the finals. Let's go. So, uh, but yeah, you you have some looks on the women's side as we cheer for Francis. We will a whole bunch. Um, you know, so we talked about some of these already. Just you know, if you listen on Friday and put some in, just double check and make sure. I believe this Watson on these first couple we did talk about, but Heather Watson going to play Christy on here. Um, like this total, we played, I think, 19 and a half on Friday. Still like it at 20. The on money line here, plus 375. Heather Watson is very comfortable on grass. She's in her home country, which in a grand slam could go either way, but she generally performs well here in Great Britain and the United Kingdom. So, I think she does win the match, but I'm surprised to see her as much of this as much of a favorite. I do again like the money line here a little bit. I'm not playing a spread. I think if Ahn loses this match, it, it might get out of hand. And I like the total as well. You know, when I see a money line that's generally not as close as I expect it to be, I like totals. I like some of these money lines. Sometimes I'll look at spreads, but it can be tough in the WTA. So we'll go with on here as an underdog play, and then Watson at over 20. And then we have a big underdog play here. Sam Stotzer is playing. Now, she is an older player. She is here as a wild card. Um, you, you know, it's there's a reason that she is this big of an underdog. But at 10 to 1, she's had success on grass. Wimbledon does tend to be a place where older players um, do well. When you look at the average age of people that, you know, make the quarterfinals, make the semifinals, things like that, it tends to be older players. And Stozer's playing someone like Shelby Rogers, who is solid on grass, has a good game, but I don't think is nearly deserving of being almost minus 2,000 on the money line. So a little sprinkle here on the 10 to 1. And this next one gets started in a little bit. This is the next match on the court after Madison Keys is finished beating up on Katie Swan. Keys is up 6-3-2-1 right now. So you probably have about 30 minutes or so, maybe 45. Wang Jinyu, make sure you get the Jinyu part. There's a couple Wangs here. It's one of the more complicated parts about tennis. Plus 255. She's a qualifier. So she's had three matches already here, played well in those matches, um, you know, is coming against, um, sorry, I just, uh, Sophia Kennan, who again, very talented player, but continues to struggle, continues to get priced more based, I think, on her name than what we've seen her do. And it's coming in cold in her first grass match. So an angle I always like, qualifier versus someone in their first match. And I get a chance to attack someone with a big name who I still think, who I think is overpriced, you know, even before looking at some of those qualitative angles. So plus 255 there, another underdog bet. And all four of these, again, should be today. 
unless it starts to rain again or something like that happens. It looks like we're clear for the rest of the afternoon, but that's the sound of me knocking on wood, Andy. On Stoser Wang, round robin, get rich with Andy. I won't really do that. Honestly, I, I would rather just spend money on, I'll go buy another <laughs> Nintendo game instead. I will bet those, but not as a round robin. Please do not. God, now they're going to hit if I say, please do not parlay those. Do whatever you want. I mean, it's oh, your money. You're, you're, you're an, an adult. If you're, honestly, unless you're a child, I guess then if you're a child watching, ask your mom. what are you doing? Yeah, ask, ask your parents if you're allowed to bet. Yeah, why aren't they paying no, more attention? You're not old enough. Just look at your mom and be like, mom, you should be paying more attention to me. I'm watching a sports betting show. But we move on. This next group of picks, we're going to have a couple more here. Again, a bunch of stuff. These should all be tomorrow. I expect it to rain again tomorrow, so we'll see what happens. I would love to tell you what time these are. Hypothetically, they start anywhere from 5 to 6 in the morning Eastern time. We've got a total here. Bianca Andreescu, Alizé Cornet um, put out over 21.5 on Friday. This has started to tick up to 22. If you can find 21.5 at minus 115 or better, or 22 at minus 105 or better, that's still a play. But this number, unfortunately, might be gone. Apologies. Hopefully, you got on on Friday. Andreescu and Cornet totals have been great. Spitalina Van Utebank. Um, I believe I talked about this one on Friday. This one is still around, a little more juicy, over 21 and a half. Again, we play this out to minus 115, 22 at plus money is good. Um, a match that I think is going to be competitive. I expect Spitalina to win. She's not a power player, but actually has a history of some success on grass. Van Utebank is tall. She has a big serve, a lot of power. She plays doubles and knows how to volley. This could be a really competitive match. I think there's a good chance we see a tiebreaker. I'm almost certain we'll see a 7-5, something like that. So like the over 21 and a half. And then another match, you know, we're similar to what we're going to do today. We're going to go with an over and a money line here. You know, so similar to what we did with On, we're going to take Shui Zhang plus 280. And this is important. Make sure you bet that at a book that voids all money lines on retirement. She is possibly injured coming into here, which is part of the reason that price is so good. Happy to take a little risk on it, one of those books. And then the total, this will cancel if anybody retires at any point at any book. Um, over 20 and a half. If she does come here and is playing, you know, competent tennis, this total should be closer to 21 and a half instead of 20 and a half. So like these very much. And then we do have a couple others here. Let Dan get forward to the next slide. Anna Bogdan, another Jesus. underdog here. Jesus, oh, you are you are really pounding the pounding the book today. 64 matches, Andy. There's got to be a little value out there. Anna Bogdan, this is something I'm actually kind of going against my general thought a little bit. She hasn't really played on grass yet, but she's playing Pavla Uchenkova, who also hasn't played on grass and really done anything since her long run to the French Open. Pavla Uchenkova, again, get a lot of credit for that win, but is generally very poor on grass, whereas Bogdan, when she does play, is very good. Happy to take the money line here, a little sprinkle there. And then we're going to do another total money line here. Stojanovic, I think, could be much more competitive in this match than she's being priced with Kerber. Kerber coming off a title, has had some time to rest. We'll have had a couple days. So this isn't a fatigue fade or anything like that. But like Stojanovic's game here on this surface, I think that she can definitely win enough games to get us over 20 and be competitive enough to maybe hold the plus 325, hopefully, in a third set, Andy. And then two more underdogs, Ellen Perez, the Australian. She came through qualifiers. Again, love that angle coming through qualifiers against Clara Burrell, who did play in qualifiers as well. But, you know, I don't understand Burrell here, minus 230. I have this much closer, like plus 160 each way. So Perez at plus 200 is a nice number to me. And then Greek Minen, another player who is tailor-built for this surface. Again, tall player, strong serve, um, like her against uh, Alia Tomjanovic, who is very inconsistent. I think Menon's going to have a nice time serving through here. So happy to get her at an underdog price. We'll play that down to like plus 110, honestly. So still some value um, at that number. 
Aya Tom Janovich. Speaking of people who used to date, uh, used to date <laughs> our guy. Um, curious. Curious. Yeah, he, he dated. She dated Curious back in the day. All right, I will. It's going to take me a while to put all these in, but I'll get to it. And I've, I've, I haven't. And to be, and like I said off the air, I haven't bet much today. I have a couple of baseball bets that I put in yesterday, but a little bit of golf early. I'm starting to whittle down my top 20, top 30 plays, which I've loved lately with some of these tournaments we've had. But a couple of guys I played right off the bat. A little bit of a top heavy. You know, we have Bryson, we have Hideki, Patrick Reed, a couple of big names here. So a little bit of a top heavy field at a bad course again, but this is like, this is find a guy who can get hot with the putter and score 25 under like this course sucks. This is a glorified Muni up in Michigan. They're going to just rip this to shreds again. This is going to be low, you know, a lot of low scores. So I'm looking for some guys with some high variance. I'm going to find a couple big numbers yet too, and probably play them top 20, top 10, but Salatoris, Joachim, Neiman and Keegan Bradley. Some cool names here today, but those Billy are my Zal. Yeah, Zal, my first look. So 22 to 1 on Zal Torres, 28 to 1 on Neiman, 40 to 1 on Bradley. Some early looks in this one. A couple of guys have been backing here and there, and the numbers start. The numbers are liking them off the get-go. Like I said, top 20s and matchups later in the week, but not a whole lot to say on this one yet. It's an uh, it's a it's a bad tournament, but I'm going to bet it. You know I will. I'm going always <laughs> going to. <sighs> Especially Harris English is my guy too, and he's got two wins this year now. So sucks uh, to not be tell, at him. But don't you tilt on us. We had some fun. Yeah, Stewie, Stewie Sink made me some money this weekend. Uh, otherwise, yeah, let's just uh, wrap it up. Call it a, call it a Monday. We'll be back later this week. I got a baseball guest this week. We'll talk more golf. Talk obviously tons of tennis. There's gonna be fewer matches for Alex to bet, but I'm sure he'll still fill some cards up. And of course, if you live in Michigan, if you live in Colorado, if you live in New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or Indiana, you can sign up for a win bet account with our links in the pinned tweet. You can get yourself a damn new tumbler. Look at that, laser etched. That's what that that's what that is. Beautiful. That's the actual look of the tumbler. All you have to do is sign up, use your risk-free bet, send us a screenshot. The details are right there. You can find them at BetSperts on Twitter, at BetSperts on Instagram. They will have all the details. You send it to us, we'll get you a, a tumbler sent out to your house, and you can drink your coffee and or beverage of choice in style this summer with WinBet and the Brown Bag Bets. And It'll stay hot. Bets. It'll stay and cold. Then, it's magic, Andy. I don't know. How they are. They're, they're vacuum. The scientists are working hard. Yeah, thank you, science, for creating the Yeti. So... And also, obviously, risk-free bet. You, that risk-free bet that you place is up to $500. If you have questions on most EV way to place that, plus EV, reach out. I have written a couple articles about why you should place underdogs on those. So, all right. I'm not saying you should bet Stoser at 10 to 1, but you should not not bet Stoser 10 yeah, to 1. You should not not better. So <laughs> catch you guys tomorrow. We'll do some recapping on how this goes. And uh, yeah, see you then.